and we are live. Good evening. Oh, hang on. I forgot we're having a guest on this evening. Yes. Okay, uh, we're having a guest on this evening, so I put on my headphones. There's Jake. Hang on one second. Everyone, what do you say, Jake? How's it going, brother? Very well. How are you going? Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. No problem at all, man. Love your apartment. <laughs> yes, thank you. It's um, I'm I'm in London right now, so it's a bit late on my end. I would have done it from the office, uh, but I thought I'd get get back home, read some books or something. I'm trying to make myself look smart and look like I do more than just <laughs> talk to people about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies all day. So, hope everyone's falling for the prop there. Oh, it's absolutely believable. Absolutely <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Everything's been well so on your side. Oh my God, wonderful. Uh, the club is just going great. Uh, we launched it about six, six or seven, let's, let's see, months ago. It's gone great. The We have a great location here in Florida. We are doing great events. We're helping local people learn on cryptocurrencies, you know, Bitcoin, blockchain, smart contracts, and also helping smaller businesses learn how to accept cryptos and grow with the cryptocurrency industry it's just going great how's london london's good so i kind of um i feel like i'm in another country every time we speak uh so our main office is of course in melbourne um but i've been frequenting europe and the uk for a little while recently we have business and clients and partners that we work with all around the world. Uh, London right now is starting to get into winter. So you'll probably next hear from me in sunny Melbourne, Australia, which hopefully I can get back to in maybe November, December, when it starts getting to 90 to 100 degrees. But London's good. It's um, an interesting part of the world. It certainly keeps you on your toes. Oh, absolutely. There's always something going on in London with cryptocurrencies, with Bitcoin, they always have something really hot happening there. I love it. it, it but now, mind you, I've never been there, but I have several friends who live there. It's always action, action, action. Well, we, we were fortunate enough, um, Sam, one of our senior brokers uh, who's on this side of the world right now as well, yep. Sam and I, we managed to get a quick breakfast with one of your business partners 
when she came in. Um, she was kind enough to give us her time, given that she flew all the way in from the USA and then was heading off to the south of France, I believe. So um, we managed to get some brunch in, talk crypto, talk business. Uh, it was really nice. So I really hope you get to get yourself over here sometime too. We'll go for a cigarette or a cigar if you want instead of a brunch, though, if you prefer. There we go. I'm all for it. <laughs> now, the reason I wanted to have you all on is, is I've referred a lot of people to you guys because you guys, have, number one, you guys have impeccable service. That is such a rarity in cryptocurrencies. You guys, you offer more than a white glove service. It's it's really a one-on-one -on -one relationship with you look at your clients as people and not just as as an account number and i that's that's what i think we're going on year number four in our partnership yeah it's been and four years in crypto is probably what 30 years in a normal industry <laughs> it's uh it's funny you mentioned that we we certainly don't look as people as account numbers or anything in fact, internally to this day, we've got tens and tens of thousands of clients all around the world. Internally, all of our messaging, all of our backend, all the technology behind the scenes, a client is identified by their name. We've never actually what? identified a client based on any customer numbers, unique identifiers. We ask for reference numbers when you send money to the bank, of course, oh. in case there's a duplicate oh, yeah. on people's names. Um, but in the office, we'll say, oh, yeah, I was just on the phone to Ben earlier. As simple as that. And they'll say, oh, which Ben? Oh, no, you know, Bitcoin Ben. Like, oh, of course, there, because unfortunately, you're not the only Ben we work with. Um, oh, I know. It's really cool because we've been able to keep the business like a real tight community. And what happens is if anything ever happens, if a client calls up and someone in the Melbourne office answers and they might say, look, my emails are a bit funky recently. I want to be conservative. Can we freeze the account? You'll have people on the other side of the world in Europe waking up and thinking, oh, damn, what's happened to their account? Like, is there anything I can do? Can I give them a call? Uh, one, of, I work with one of their friends. Maybe I can get coffee with them tomorrow and see what we could work to strategize with to help with their security. We keep everything personable and it just becomes this greater community of um, friendships, really, because everyone who we work with is always a referral through one community or another. It keeps it tight. And in an industry like this, you kind of want to be close with people you work with. Yeah, and, and you guys certainly do. While I have you here, give us an overview of what you guys are seeing in the over-the-counter industry. Because I've actually talked with other friends who work at and own over-the-counters. And, and although we're in a lull or you know, lol, there's not a lot of price fluctuation. There's a lot of people 
larger, wealthier people getting involved in cryptos. What are you seeing on on your end from the inside? Great question. So on our end, we're 24-7 and we trade with clients in 100 different countries around the world. So our exposure to every different facet of the crypto ecosystem is quite fast. What we're seeing is we're seeing there are major, major geopolitical issues around the world, which are resulting in high risk assets of which crypto is still unfortunately included being sold off. So the majority this year, as we know, it's been majority pain, particularly for altcoins. Although we've had a few wins here and there with you know Bitcoin, 27K is not the worst price it's ever been. I'll take it for right now. But what we're really seeing is prices are being suppressed because there's just frankly no major sexy catalyst that everyone can get behind right now however what i will definitely say with confidence is now is the time to be greedy not the time to be fearful if you would ask me this time last year in the wake of ftx's collapse i would say look ben right now we need to buckle down because things are probably going to get really choppy for a while and we need to be really conservative now, on the other hand, we're seeing altcoins, um, a whole range of them, which are growing in their communities, they're providing more value. Bitcoin is still Bitcoin. It's just as valid as it was when it was $60,000. It's just a bit cheaper now. Ethereum's making moves. That The whole industry is actually growing. It's just the price is not reflective of that growth. But if you look at the charts over the last few years, what we're seeing with the clients that we liaise with is people are starting to realize, yeah, it might go down another 5 or another 10%. But if I'm buying today and I'm buying these coins when they're down 60 to 90% from their all-time highs, I'm happy to risk of going down another 5 or 10% because yep. I'm going to be in a better situation than anyone who bought Bitcoin at 65K now anyway. So the general consensus, what we're seeing on the, you know, the OTC markets is we're seeing clients preparing themselves for the future ahead and thinking, you know what, I'm going to start entering back into the market, doubling down on my positions. And if it goes down a little bit, I can cop that. It's, it's no sweat off my back. But there's potentially a very good 2024 ahead. And the majority of the pains in the market do appear to be behind us now. I completely agree with you. <clears throat> Although when it was $60,000 every Friday, I was still buying. It didn't matter. Because... That's that's what I do every Friday. I buy. And so when when there's blood in the street, it's when you buy. And this yes. price point, this price point with the amount of actual Bitcoin on the exchanges and available in a retail market, the slightest jump in volume is going to pop that price right up. Oh, the market's ripe for volatility. We're seeing so many people have withdrawn their holdings off major exchanges, and they're just sitting on them now. The reality yep. is anyone who hasn't sold their cryptocurrency yet is clearly someone who has got a long-term vision. They're not looking at trading the daily candles. They're not looking at selling the moment any conflict breaks out or any controversy around the market breaks out. 
if people have still got Bitcoin today, there's realistically no reason why they're going to sell it tomorrow if they've held it this long. So less and less selling pressure, but unfortunately, less and less buying pressure too because the price has been stagnant. So just like you said, all it takes is one catalyst event. Maybe it'll be with respect to Coinbase and the, the SEC if there's positive momentum there, or maybe it'll be a broader economic matter with interest rates and the general state of the economy. Um, there's a lot of obviously large political affairs surrounding the world right now, some very unfortunate, and the state of those can have dramatic impacts on the market. Or maybe we saw even with the FTX trials going down recently with some pretty interesting and baffling updates today. Yes. You see things like that. There are so many different things. Oh, hey, the election next year as well. That could be a big thing for crypto. The list goes That's on and on. That's going to be a game changer, I think, because there are there are four presidential people running for president who are pro no Bitcoin. They they actually talk about it. A lot. And just let's look back at the last election. No one was talking about Bitcoin. And this election, it's 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 actually brought up pretty frequent. And oh yeah. That's that's just imagine what it's gonna be like in the next next election or the next happening it's it i never plan on selling any of my bitcoin ever and why i look at it now how i view it is this i'm accumulating land in the land of the bitcoin when when it's cheap, I look at it as the equivalent of in 2010, 2009, we landed on the Plymouth blockchain. Right? We landed on the Plymouth blockchain of actual Bitcoin. And since then, we have gone west, young man, and we've moved out and expanded. And the early settlers get the good land cheaper. And as it grows, I, it's it's this this is only going to get bigger. So. If you're not looking at it as accumulating land that you can leverage in the future, you're looking at it wrong. Because, like I said, I will never sell any of my Bitcoin. Now, will I get a loan against it? Absolutely. But I will never sell it because I look at it as this is only going to grow more valuable over the years. And what I'm hoping to do is actually pass it on to my children 
that will have a substantial amount. So if they ever want to buy a house or whatever, they can actually take the Bitcoin, put it up as collateral on a loan, and then actually pay off the house and pay off the loan that you hold against your Bitcoin because in the future, if you have a bunch of Bitcoin, you'll actually get a loan at a lower rate because we'll have such a long history of price rises that people will value that Bitcoin so much that they'll actually give you a lower interest rate because they know that if you wind up, you know, whatever, like not actually paying for the loan, they've got the Bitcoin. And they know they can sell that into a liquid market like that. Absolutely. I think you have the right, you're looking at things over a long-term horizon. And I think that whenever I speak to clients these days, I say, the conversations we're having now, people are going to reflect back on this in maybe next year or the year after when Bitcoin, in, in my opinion, will be a far higher price than what it is right now at some point in the next foreseeable years. And they're going to look back and think, oh, that would have been the perfect time to have bought. And the irony is that I remember having conversations with you and with others in 2018 and Bitcoin had just gone on this little bull market. There's this altcoin rally. Everything's looking beautiful yep. in the world. And Bitcoin went to a crazy 12, 16,000 US dollars. And it came crashing down to $3,000. And I remember speaking to people in that period and saying, yep. hey, Bitcoin's been three to $4,000 for so many months now. It looks like it's flatlined. It's holding stable and not going any lower. Perhaps it's better we start buying it now. So that way, when it starts rocketing in price again, we're not one of those people that has to rush to the bank to send a wire transfer, freaking out, trying to set up a ledger or a trezor. You want to be buying when everyone else has stopped talking about the asset class altogether. And you don't want to be one of those people queuing up to buy it when every single person and their dog is saying, oh, did you know that you should buy Bitcoin? You should buy Ethereum, Litecoin, Chainlink, whatever it is. So having these conversations now, there's less people in the audience, broadly speaking, in cryptocurrency. But then years later, people flock back and think, damn, I wish I actually was purchasing in that period when everyone was so fearful. Yeah, I can uh, I, I can remember uh, when I had friends in crypto that were making fun of me because I actually bought at the high when Bitcoin was $1,200. Yeah. And they were laughing at me like, way to catch that wave. And I'm like, it's $1,200. They're like, yeah, well, you really bought high. Did I? You know, it's now I still own those $1,200 Bitcoins. And each of them are now worth 28000 So how I look, I'm a long view guy, you know, and, and I think of people 
really researched and understood what they're buying, they wouldn't sell it. That's why we launched our club here in Florida. Because if you don't know what you own, you'll sell it easily. But if you know you're holding the future reserve assets of humanity, then you're not going to let it go for anything. And that's why I keep on telling my viewers over and over again, there's a link under the video. Get a hold of Caleb and Brown. Open an account because now's the time. When it's flatlined this long, that's when you want to buy because the hodlers are hodling and the volumes of people buying in retail is low. So that's the... That's your bottom. It's obvious we are at the bottom. We've reached the last weak hands. And now you just accumulate from here on. And people have asked me, how do you make so much money in Bitcoin? I kept buying. What? Yeah, but you're pretty well off. And I go, yeah, because I kept buying. You don't earn money by not purchasing assets. That's how you get wealthy. You get wealthy purchasing valuable assets and holding on to it. Launching a company, it takes capital. But if you hold it and you work it long enough, you get wealthy owning that company. That's how it is with Bitcoin. You have to purchase future wealth. That's that. You want to know the secret of rich people? They purchase future wealth when it's cheap. And when it's cheap, it's when it's there's an excessive amount of fear in the market, which makes actually, emotionally speaking, it's the hardest time to commit to that purchase when things look yep. so flat and desolate. Um, but look, and if that's the case, if people are listening to this and they're thinking, oh, but Bitcoin's 27, 28,000. What if it goes down to 20,000 right after I buy it and now I've lost that money and I'm going to be in hysterics? One consideration you could make is if you are that tight on being exposed to risk is actually if you look back at the price of Bitcoin over years, you realize that when it goes to these crazy high prices, it runs out there so fast, it's ridiculous. But when it goes to these really low prices, it actually sits there for numerous months to years at times. Yep. What that means is if you gradually buy and buy and buy here and there, like you were mentioning before, then you're more likely over time to be buying the lower prices than you are the higher prices. 
And if you just get a simple Bitcoin chart on CoinGecko or TradingView, you'll clearly see when it goes up, it spikes very hard. And then it spends a long time at these dull prices. So we've got clients who every two weeks, every month, they just buy a little bit of Bitcoin. It doesn't have to be much. And I'm looking back and I'm thinking they were buying it at 16, 17, 18K, 20K, 25K. And their purchase at, say, 35K a year or two ago, who cares? Because you've bought all these lower prices. And now that Bitcoin's starting to climb up, you're thinking, I'm actually in profit on 19 out of the 20 times that I purchased this coin. So I think that dollar cost averaging like that, particularly in Bitcoin, has historically been one of the best ways you can go about it. You just keep buying, especially when people tell you not to. Yeah. And like I've said, that's what I've done. Now, luckily for me, I have such a knowledge of the industry and I have so many friends in the industry. I work and live in the industry in the industry that I have a solid nothing's going to shake me to tell you the truth if all of a sudden Bitcoin dropped I don't know like five or ten thousand dollars I would sell one of my cars and buy more Bitcoin because I I have that much grasp of where this is going. This is clear as it's it's if you understand human nature and you understand Satoshi Nakamoto. Not only was he. He a genius in economics and also uh, cryptography. He understood the nature of humanity. He understood greed and fear. And, and somehow he wrote it into the code that people who were who really understood what he was doing that it's almost like you can't help but buy it because once you get it you get it it's it's like going through your life and looking for the love of your life and all and all of a sudden you meet her and then you learn more about her and she just keeps getting better and better and better while eventually you slap a ring on her finger and you're married to her well at least in with me and my wife and the early years was the hardest because I didn't know her as well as I do now. Well, it's the same thing with Bitcoin and me. In the early years, I had arguments with Bitcoin. Like, what the hell are you doing? You're scaring <laughs> the hell out of me. 
But as I learned Bitcoin, and I learned the moods of Bitcoin, because Bitcoin is like a young woman. The fluctuations in the mood scares the hell out of you. It's true. My girlfriend's in the other room uh, right now, so I probably can't add too much to that. But uh, I tend to agree with you. I think, if, look, if crypto doesn't work out, you should always consider a, a career in relationship advice and coaching. That could also be good. But I, I certainly take your point in terms of you have those early stages. It's a new asset class. It's something new. You're not familiar with it. And you'll go through bouts of being excited, but then the market will come down and then you'll be doubting it. And like all good things, it takes a long period of time of learning and understanding, being humbled, getting excited. And eventually what you land on is a healthy relationship yep. with that asset class. So right now, much like what you've said with your experience with volatility and Bitcoin, with cryptocurrency markets, I expect them to go through bouts of negative volatility because at the end of the day, if you want something like Bitcoin, Ethereum, any other coin to go up by 10x in the space of maybe a month or two, my God, you have to be willing for it to also go down as well. In order to capture that yeah. massive upside, it means that the asset is new. It's a nascent asset class that people are not fully understanding which means because people don't fully understand it, it's also going to have the risk of going down dramatically. So I think the sooner people educate themselves and get that conviction and understanding, the healthier, more harmonious relationship they'll have with Bitcoin. And uh, perhaps their life experience with their respective partners may have taught that already, and they can just apply what they already know to Bitcoin. That could work too. Yeah, and it's, it's the longer you're in the relationship with actual bitcoin the more that you understand it the more that the arguments aren't arguments you just you let bitcoin actually be bitcoin you know it's going to go up it's going to go down well that's just you embrace it for what it is yes (laughs) you love the bitcoin or the bitcoin You love your wife because she's your wife. You know, you love her for who she is. You got to love the Bitcoin for what it is. All right, Jake, I've actually kept you long enough. Everybody, please, I, I cannot tell you how much I value my relationship with Caleb and Brown, they they have never let a single one of anyone I've ever referred to them. I've never had one person ever complain once, and that it that's over four years, folks. That that record shows me that. Caleb and Brown values their clients and values their relationship with me as a influencer. It's it's they know I'm I'm actually telling people I trust Caleb and Brown. And 
they honor that trust. So, Jake, thank you so much for your time. And please, if you don't have an account at Caleb and Brown, there's a link under the video for Caleb and Brown. And please reach out. Uh, Jake, is there anything that we didn't cover that you think we should? No, I think we we covered quite a bit there. And um, I really must say, I'd, I'd really appreciate your kind words. And I know the rest of the team, we've got uh, about 60 staff across the world, and they're all going to be very excited to hear those kind words. And uh, in addition to that, if anyone does have any questions or wants to even have a phone call, you can email your, bro your broker if you already have one. Or my email is jake, J-A-K-E, at calebandbrown.com. And my emails are monitored 24-7, and I've got a pretty good week ahead. So if anyone wants to organize a call with me, more than happy to talk to you about why Bitcoin should be like your wife and whatnot. So we'll, we'll have those conversations. I'll look forward to it. But that's all. Um, I, again, thank you so much for your time, Ben. Always a pleasure. No problem, brother. You have a great afternoon. Night. I think it's almost, almost midnight on my side. So Oh, me... yeah, yeah. <laughs> read a book You're watch a movie look at the charts we'll see <laughs> yep all right brother you have a great night i will talk to you later have a great evening bye all right bye -bye. awesome great guys great guys once again if you're interested and you want you want great service then and literally if you're new in cryptos, I cannot recommend Caleb and Brown more. They walk you through everything. You feel so comfortable with them. It's amazing. All right, well, we still have we still have two and a half hours worth of shows, folks. So I will be right back. Here's a word from another sponsor, and I will be right back. Are you buying and selling cryptos on the same laptop that you're using to browse the internet, read your email, and visit social media sites? If so, you're exposing your cryptos to theft. Whenever you're online, you're at risk of getting hacked and having your identity stolen. How would you feel if someone stole all of your cryptos? What would that do to your finances? Guard your cryptos with a safe and secure laptop from Calix Solutions. Each laptop is set up just for you and your cryptos, and then we walk you through exactly how it works. Don't risk the security of your cryptos. Order a crypto laptop from Calix Solutions now to secure your crypto future. Learn more at calixsolutions.io. All right, everybody, welcome back. On tonight's show, we are going to go through 